Hello, and welcome to From A to Z, an Avogachi podcast with Zombie Shepherd and... Zero <laughs> XZ5. There you go. We are gonna... Uh, well, I guess the first thing, just to start off like, or you know what, we'll we'll save it now since people aren't here yet. I wanted to talk about the new tiles, but um, I want to the wait. mosaic tiles, two by twos. Oh, it's gonna get creative. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yep. I, I'm hoping uh, my friend Gerline will come, and I want to include her in that conversation. So I'll hold off for a cool. bit to give her some time to arrive. So I'm hoping we get some artists in here too because I want to know what they're thinking because you know people have ideas going already. Oh, man. We'll see. Yeah. I, I do have some stuff I've been thinking about, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 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 um. Oh, wait. I'm channeling real quick. All right. Let's get into this uh, Bible discussion. Let's just jump in the deep end. Um. All let's right. Rusty. Come on, buddy. No. This guy. Every time. You know? And now I am fails. the one who is the stream. <laughs> he wants his 15 seconds of fame right like he's got every part of it um all right let's jump right in chapter one was basically some updates it was the template i'm trying to close windows so i can see properly all right let's see. and i'll switch over to the screen share here cool. <clears throat> all right this is the right page all right so I'll make you big. There we go. And let's do it. You want to start us off? Sure. Uh, so we're on Gachi Verse Game Bible Chapter 1, and this was the shortest of the four, and it was more of a roadmap. Um, it was more of just introducing how the Bible's going to work and how each chapter becomes canon. You know, we've got to vote it in and, and it gets reviewed, but it was mostly just a timeline. I think the biggest takeaway, if I'm going to scan through here, release schedule. This was when we were doing play test or play drop stress test. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like the biggest takeaway from, from chapter one is the initial roadmap, the initial timing on stuff. Let me see if I can open this, open this in a new tab. I would say you can almost, uh, divide february in half and just say that everything from that bottom half has been pushed and there's been a lot of stuff inserted in the middle though so yeah we got like tiles we didn't expect you know the fountain we didn't expect right. grass we didn't expect there was a lot of surprise drops so they've been shipping this is definitely not indicative of a team that isn't shipping right but you're right it looks like when we started changing things we started inserting a lot of tasks into the dev team's workload that ended up pushing a lot of this stuff off. We've got a little bit of the details for guilds and, and guild channeling and the bots battling the bots. Yeah. Battle bots. Um, the Gex we're still kind of waiting on right now. We do we're making have... do with quick swap. We do right. what we can. We have liquidity pools, so it's not like we're doing without, but we just don't have the Gex. We need that native UI. Exactly. We, I mean, we don't even need it. It's like at this point, it's kind of a nice to have, so I'm gonna let right. them do their thing. <laughs> what else? Uh, estate building. We got we got some rules, but I think we still need some details. We also got our tech tree confirmation, so the lodge will determine how many 
parcels you can connect in an estate. And we can get to that stuff later. Uh, wearable traits we've got, but liquidators we do not. Liquidators and districts as a DAO, all still on the table. I know districts as a DAO is being worked on by both the DTF and some independent community contributors. Like People are interested is, interested in this and working toward it. Liquidators is going to come from the Pixelcraft side, and right now we've got no answers on how they're going to work. What are the time frames between great battles? Is it going to be based on a cartridge system or a cartridge and console system? We just There's a lot of questions right now still for Liquidators and the District DAOs. Otherwise, we've been shipping pretty good. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, like you said, this first chapter was essentially... Oop, now I'm petting, making all kinds of noises. Um, <laughs> we can't uh, hear it. I can't hear it. Uh, it probably went on the recording, but no worries. Um, oh, hey, so Manor. Didn't see you uh, slide in here. Welcome. Welcome. Good evening, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming through loud and clear. Hey. How's it going? Going great. We just uh, just fired up here. We're going over the Gachiverse Game Bible tonight. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. There's been a lot of changes. We just kind of we wanted to go through and see what has stayed, what has changed. Is this new? Is this, is this a new release? Is it? Uh, no. I, this page here actually is the first chapter. We're just going back to the original chapters and going through them to see, you know, what has changed since they were released. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. You know, we've, we had the recipes updated and uh, traits, like wearable traits have been dropped. There's just been a lot of changes since. So we're just going through and, and syncing up, see what we've got still to work with. Cool. Um, and then after that, we wanted to touch on Artist Summit and those new mosaic tiles. Yeah. Those things are going to be sweet. Mm. So then, yeah, like you said, uh, it really is just a timeline, and it, it told us this language that we can expect as far as uh, confirmed but not immutable and confirmed and immutable, and it gives us this how a chapter becomes canon. Um, Which I've only, with the GitHub page, I think we've only really had the recipe thing change much, right? And it seems that now everything has moved to that new Docs website. Now we have the Docs yes. website kind of as the the final say. <laughs> Which, if you are not familiar with the Docs website, it's just docs.gachiverse.io. And it is the newest and and most recently updated repository of Gachiverse information. So that that'd be a great place to start. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I reference it all the time, still trying to like work out all this farming stuff and just make sure I have the right numbers when I'm thinking about things. And for sure. All right. So chapter two. Chapter two, moving right along. Chapter th two was more about tokenomics. Um, we went into how are the Alchemica tokens going to be distributed, what's the vesting schedule, how are they allocated and budgeted. Um, I think we know our market caps here, our supply caps. 25% of all Alchemica being released is coming through 
alchemical channeling and communal guild channeling. So right now we only have that, you know, individual alchemical channeling. So that's probably, I'm guessing, more around the 12.5% range. But that's pretty sizable. And that's, um, let's see. Ah, this is something I wanted to touch on earlier, uh, Zombie, and, and forgot to circle back. But this tokenomic detail mm -hmm. has pretty serious implications for the great battles. You know, if we find that we cannot hold our own against the liquidators and they reach the great portal and drain the liquidity in the portal, we don't get channeling anymore. There's no UBI because we have to recharge the portal before we have access in the portal to channel from. That's how I read this. To prevent wow. excessive inflation, mm. new alchemicals only minted when the great portal, no, no, no. When the balance of the great portal is less than the capacity. With the, right now, that's what's happening. We're already there. The chant, the portal's empty, so the portal gets filled up by us minting and buying things and and installing and upgrading. So right now, I it see. is empty, and minting is channeling. So we are only minting through channeling until we fill the portal with installation money, the cuts from that. And then once it's full, channeling will come from the spillover and we won't be minting Alchemica anymore. As long as we keep the I portal see. full. But like you said, the implication here is that if the liquidators drain it, we're right back to minting Alchemica. So it's not just that we lost the Alchemica, but we're right back to minting printing money <laughs> the dangers of letting the portal go down i suppose these are the things that we need to like learn and know we need to know the meta of the game that we're playing once the game core launches right so that's not really been like verbalized but am i wrong in saying that like channeling is where alchemica gets minted at least this portion i mean yeah yeah, because... we're minting it through channeling. We're minting right. it through... Well, this stack here was minted, and then it's... Uh, the parcel stack would have to be minted as well, right? Parcel stack is minted. There's specific allocations. 5% of that pile for Pixelcraft is for the parcel boosts. And the other 10% are minted split over a 30-year allocation same vesting schedule as the ecosystem allocation. So 5% is available immediately for the boosts. The rest of it is same 30-year vesting. Right, Parcels but I think those implications are after it's already been minted and brought into the ecosystem as opposed to like pre-mined pre or pre-minted. Like, I think that's what... So, I mean, what I'm saying is where do the coins... Like, where does the Alchemica come from? Like, when, like, I guess there was a certain amount mm. minted that was put into the parcels. So the parcels are pulling from an allocation, which is pre-minted. And then yep. channeling would be where money is actively being printed, right? Are there That's any other places in which tokens would have had to been minted ahead of time? The reason I'm saying that is because the parcel... The parcel tokens would have to be minted because they're in the parcel. Yeah. Whereas channeling, you're drawing it every day and there is no 
I think it's still being drawn from a smart contract, though. I think this pile would have had to have been pre-minted because think of the intensity in like just smart contract stress and gas cost of having to mint 1.3 keck every day. That's true. Each pile at a time. I feel like this has to have already been minted, and it's just being released into circulation at a controlled rate. Okay, so we need to find out what this term minted means, because that's a very specific <laughs> yeah, what do they term mean by that probably isn't what's actually happening. I think so. Um, but have any big substantial changes been made to these splits since the Bible came out? I don't think they have. I think these are pretty much still the case. I believe you are right. None of the tokenomics have been changed. Um this is confirmed and immutable. And that was Perfect. from the release. So these numbers have not been changed in any way. All right. So then I think, I mean, what's most interesting to me is this parcel allocation. 50% of everything, of all of the Alchemica ever to be released, is in parcels. Not necessarily the parcels in the Citadel, but in parcels in general. So this farming piece is, like, it's a big deal. Um, did we determine if these had changed? Those have not changed. Are these? Okay. Hey, Mr. Bobby. Hello. Could you not snore on the podcast, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Dad. That's funny. So we've still got all our tokenomic stuff intact. Um, and that oh, still here's... falls under the confirmed but immutable. So of course that yeah that. Um, I think until we get to the next break, we can consider that yeah until we get to part two, all of this has not changed. Cool. So we're yet uh, surveying Alchemica range. The Alchemica range, I think, changed. These details were changed with a DAO vote. This is that 1.8x multiplier that I wasn't sure of. And I've got a, a parcel with an alpha that has a 1.97x. So something changed. I know we reduced how hard you could get wrecked. I know we moved up that low end. And I think it really extended how far you could like i don't know where i pulled that 8x number from so i don't know if that's accurate because that was the first thing i said was 8x unless i was just remembering 1.8x <laughs> that, that could be I, I don't have a reference for that eight either but. yeah so far this so, is what we've got and i know that this is not and that's actually accurate. what we were trying to go over to the docs to figure out if something about that had been updated and that's when we right. ran out of time and had to start this podcast. <laughs> yep. And now you guys are caught up to real life. <laughs> um, we might need to check Snapshot for those details. Those might be in the actual Snapshot vote page. It will be, because I do remember that vote. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, move on to the next, and maybe I'll start digging for that in the meantime. I'll see if I can sounds good. real quick. The other thing that I wanted to pull out of here was kind of an answer it was a partial answer to one of the questions you had earlier about like how does that um how does that portal get funded right every time you install upgrade craft 35 percent goes to the gray portal right 
5% is burnt. So if you were to build out your parcel, tear it all down for half the Alchemica, take it to a new installation, rebuild everything, you're double burning the same pile. I'd like to see I'd like to see how strong the impact is of that deflationary pressure. <laughs> Just the, the burn piece over time. We'll see. On glitter specifically or all of the Alchemica? All the Alchemica used. Anytime you craft something, anytime you install something, I guess it'd be the same. Upgrade. Yeah, yeah. A- any of the things that you like make with Alchemica, every time you make something, 5% of it is just gone, burnt. No, but what I'm saying is, which do you think is going to... Do you really think that Alchemica will be affected by the burn? I know Glitter will. Like, Glitter is going to really be affected by the burn. Glitter's being burned a lot faster. Higher rate of burn, especially now. I do think, though, that... Well, maybe not. I guess it just depends on how serious the upfront early farming goes if people are really pulling and they're like maximizing that first 25 percent of their parcel just getting it out get it out get it on the market then we may see it decrease but i mean from my perspective in trying to build and upgrade stuff i'm pinched for alchemica it's not easy out there for agachi you know the demand is real and I think the amount that I'm pulling out of my reservoirs in comparison to that demand is insufficient. So I think there's going to be buy pressure, and I think there's going to be a lot of burning deflationary pressure, but we'll have to see. We got boosts, boost stayed. Let's see, replenishing. Here's something that I wasn't sure of, and it was like a big eye-opener for me when I learned it after the fact. The boosts get replenished every single time after every um, after every great battle. However, I thought they were up front, like front-loaded. As soon as the round starts, boom, here's your juice. You still have to pull them out of the parcel over time. Right. You know, though, those boosts are probably going to look really nice in the next couple rounds. That's the thing. And they don't not look to... nice right now in that 25% range, but when the rest of your alchemica is at right. 8.3, that boost is going to look a little nicer. Right. And the boosts are flatline. The boosts aren't a percentage. The exactly. boosts are a number. So if... Actually, I'm going to scroll up here. So I'm if not seeing got... any clear numbers. Real to, ju- to jump back real quick, I found it on Snapshot. Yeah. And they what one was the binomial distribution. But it doesn't exactly explain what the numbers would like. It was like 85%, I want to say, was the bottom. Like the most you could get wrecked was 15% below average. But maybe that changed. For some reason, that number sticks out in my head. Well, there were two I... different choices. Of how to change it. I recall. Um, yeah, it's not exact numbers. That That's what's kind of weird about it. It didn't give exact... Like... Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those votes where you're like, how many people actually understood this? And they were just like, yeah, like... I won't get wrecked, right? I'll vote for it. All right. <laughs> or just picked the first one because you get your XP. 
who knows. Um, yeah. But this this is a number I was looking for here. So, for example, I've got a reasonable with a plus 12 FOMO boost that rolled under the round one act one average mm-hmm. for FOMO, including the humongous FOMO boost, right? That should have equated to, I think, 12,000. 6,000. 12,000 foot. It's 6,000 FOMO. So on this next round, let me see. Where's the number? So if this is 25%, yeah. what is 8% or 8.9%? Do we have numbers for the second round? I thought I had that. I don't have that. Well, uh, you can take that 28,308, multiply by four, and then take your 8% from that, 8.3% from that. Because that is 25%, multiply by four, you you have 100%. Yep. And then is it 8.9%? 8.3. Okay, so that comes out to 9,000, about 9,400 FUD. So now if I'm guaranteed 6,000 on top of an average 9,400, that's sick because there's nine replenishments of 6,000 FOMO. Exactly. So it might look not so great this round, but I think right now boosted parcels are a sleeper play. Yeah. I don't know how, but I picked up that plus 12. It was a reasonable plus 12 FOMO boost for 230 ghosts. It's right in the middle of the D19 FOMO Delta. I don't know how it got there, but I'll take that. (laughs) Nice, man. Very nice. So yeah, if you see deals on boosty parcels... Let me know so I can scoop them. No, <laughs> you should get them. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's it for this zone here, right? We got our bubble ups, but that's still uncertain. We got recipes, trait maps. Yeah, I mean, trait. I guess, do you want to touch on bubble ups? Where are we actually at with bubble ups as far as the Dow? And I don't remember where we're at with this. The bubble ups concept grew out of the debated patch 0.1c, where increased boost amounts failed to pass. Boost the uh, boost. Boost the boost. Boost, see, boost yeah. the boost did not pass, so this was a response to the failed boost the boosts. And I guess the other part of that too is bubble ups would almost be spillover, right? Like you're not going to know when these bubble ups happen, or are they going to give right. you a, an email that's like, "Hey, we're bubbling up in your town soon." <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's event related you know they might target it that way right but the way that i understood it and again another one of these just throw a dart assumptions is if there's an alchemica zone on the map it just kind of shows up randomly in the alchemica zone right and i do remember coder dan saying that they should be attached to on-chain events like people someone gets liquidated on ave and all of a yeah sudden i remember that up. like so i thought that was cool mechanism you know we were talking about that yep. the other day with like uh what was it music that responds to on-chain events or something what I, we were talking about something the other day yesterday we were yep that's cool <laughs> i guess 
I think I mixed it up. Y'all were talking about something else with on-chain events, and I brought up Brian Eno having a music app like that, and now there was just one in my mind. Um. <laughs> I'm on a, a quick detour here. Okay. Please don't mind me. I got a... Which wallets favorited okay so music that is influenced by on-chain activity i spotted this one the other day well, these have you guys heard of uh of crypto waves this was meant i forget who pointed it out but somebody mentioned it on like avagachi twitter right so i checked it out and what she's done is she's created sound waves using the charts the price charts of these assets oh cool so like the, the the pictures aren't animated, but this Uniswap one is my favorite. Can you hear that or no? Probably not. I don't oh, think she's I have my literally using okay and turning it into a wave. Probably on. Uh, is it good or not? <laughs> it's always <laughs> the question with generative music, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. This I like the Uniswap one. The rest of them are like they're kind of okay, but the Uniswap one I I, I really like. As you got, no as you got to talk, I make weird music so has it got a beat to it or is it just sort of noise it's it's kind of more of a noise in this case it's more of a noise there are artists who are making songs with an actual beat that either are influenced by other activities or are generative and different each time like every time you view it it's a different track wow yeah crazy but this one i know is just taking that graph chart the um like just the, the price chart and creating a wave file out of it and that's i wish i could play this audio i can't Mm -hmm. figure out how to route my audio through discord but i'll put a link copy link address yeah i'll definitely check that out i'll put a link here in the uh, sound of the ghost chat that's cool open chat yeah that's cool and and just for the the audience or anybody who wasn't there the other day like the brian eno app essentially does something similar to that but it's not on chain it's just an app but it's generative generative music based on like where you are your gps location and the weather in your location and the music is is literally being generated for you in real time um and that was probably curated you know pre-2010 so like Brian Eno's Dang. always been pushing the envelope with this stuff, so it's like, uh, be interesting. To we see need to get him into these NFTs NFT projects, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Wow. Or I can just be the the Brian Eno of NFTs. That's my goal. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Claim it, man. I I'm like just it. gonna take that. He's old enough. He can move along. <laughs> Definitely. Um. All right. So now we're at part two, installation traits and recipes confirmed, but not immutable. Um, And these we've actually seen come to fruition in a lot of cases. So this will be, let's go through these and see if there were any unexpected or expected changes, anything that we, uh, I mean, obviously with some of this, there was, I think. Or maybe not in this little section, because this doesn't really get into the recipes or anything, which is yeah. where things started to change. I think this this blog.avagachi.com post of the Bible pages was a repost, and things kind of got 
clipped and summarized on the port, like when they ported it over. Because this recipes section used to have a bunch of recipes in it. They've since stripped that, put a ah. link, and it just sends you to the Adapt recipe book. Gotcha. So I made videos for the first three chapters, but I did not. And actually, if you click that link, it doesn't bring you anywhere because, oh, it does. The first time it, it didn't should. work. That's weird. Um, Sorry, guys. With the um, with the V2 version, do you think this all these documents will be on the actual site? Because it's like, it seems to be a bit scattered at the minute. What do you think? docs.gachiverse.io is their response to that. They, I, I think, oh, okay. recognize that everything is scattered and they're trying to centralize everything. This this link here even points to the docs.gachiverse.io page. Right, exactly. So I think well, they're I... trying to unify that and amplify it with Gacha University. No, but what he's saying about the V2 is correct because I do remember Jesse and Coder Dan were saying that V2 needs to be one click away from everything. Like, wherever you are, you're one click from anything else. Yeah. I heard that. I wasn't sure if they meant for the docs, too, or just for the gameplay aspect. I think it was for It seems like they could integrate. That would be the best way to do it. It'd be better. Because I I remember I did one of the interviews for the UI, and I remember talking about how it was... I knew things existed, and it was still hard to find. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For the longest time, I prided myself on like knowing where all these little tidbits were and knowing to, like how to find that cookie crumb from the cookie that I needed. Right. I had gotchi trivia logged in every corner of my brain, and then it just got a little unsustainable. So they're, I like Is that it, they're bringing it back in with the docs. I just think it's harder to onboard sort of people with it. Hundred percent. So, so spread out, you know what I mean. It's already a complicated ecosystem. It's already a complicated thing. First, you have to explain Avagachis. And if they're not even yeah. like NFT and DeFi stage, you have to start there. And then after you get all that, then you can explain the Gachiverse, which is, in its own sense, a huge complicated ecosystem. Like It's not yeah. an easy thing to get into. So the more of this centralizing, simplifying Definitely. stuff they yeah. can do, the onboarding will be easier in the future. 100%. I agree. Yep. Um, so I guess the only thing to say from here is, yes, there have been changes in the recipes. Click yes. the link to get the new recipes. Really, the only things I think we changed were harvesters and reservoirs, right? Right. Alters um, didn't change. Maker was launched the same time, so that's still the same. This is interesting because the removing installations part is in there. Um, and that actually right now doesn't exist it should already exist correct like because right now what if i wanted to tear down a level three reservoir i'm not going to get back 50 percent. i think you do it do warns you? you that you will yeah oh okay it but warns you, will... you that you will okay i didn't know that was live yet the the getting 50 percent back thing so i think the stall and the discussion was based around disabling that potentially Right. But I believe it okay. is currently live. Okay, see, that's where I was confused because I thought that that wasn't live yet and that was something we were talking about changing before we get to that point. I see. And um, that could be. I don't have any direct experience destroying and raising a structure for the alchemical returns. I've only deleted a level one altar because I didn't want to do any waste. Right. You know? And it'll throw up the warning, hey, just so you know, you're you're scrapping this. 
you know, you'll receive zero FUD, zero FOMO, zero alpha, zero kick. So I'm only assuming based on that. Oh, if that it makes were me want to go higher than a level one. What happens? It does. <laughs> right? it, 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 I did try it. it. It does. Perfect. Thank you for the confirmation. That helps. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So that is currently live and working. There's just a, a discussion to potentially nerf that temporarily or permanently as well. Correct. And I don't I know they don't. how far that <clears throat> is going to go, but it is a discussion. Basically, the concern about that is that there's going to come a point probably in, in round 10, round 9 or whatever, round 9 or round 10. How does this work? Round 10? 10 rounds? So There'll be 10 rounds in the first act. Yep. In the final round, people are going to just, there's going to be a run on teardowns, basically, because everybody's going to be emptying at the same time is the assumption. Or at least... So that's the other, like, which is also a broad assumption because we have so many parcels still not surveyed, still not altered, you know, like there's no altar on them. Mm -hmm. um, and so... think that Citadel, we don't even have the whole Citadel and the Citadel is 50,000 parcels. Right. So I guess what I'm thinking is like, you're really not going to have. I don't think there's going to be an Act 10 run on installations because I don't, think I so don't even think we'll have half the Gachiverse built out by Act Two or Act Three. Like I think yep. I think our first great this battle is, is going to be, be an empty Gachiverse. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll surprise us, but I believe yes, it will be a an underdeveloped, battle. not empty. Underdeveloped. There yeah. you go. Underdeveloped <laughs> and likely underdefended because we're going to be underestimating this. We'll see. It's true. They can't they they can't release the destruction until we have defensive towers and fucking gameplay. You know what I mean? We gotta be able to hit these things and we still can't hit shit yet. So I think we're good for now. Keep building. <laughs> I would say don't worry about that. You know, I think uh No Futuristic and Hefe brought this up in the past, just kinda talking about like when Spillover was still on, I think it was an episode of D four twenty, they were talking about what if liquidators were bots? What if we allowed liquidators to be bots and because they it would be assumed that we could be better than the bots kind of thing that they wouldn't be as good as a human player and that it would essentially be like money traps for us yeah pvp or pve farming right <laughs> um and it might actually you know thinking back like just thinking about that now when we're all asking like where are the liquidator is going to come from are these going to be console cartridge players or is this going to, like where are we going to get all these players from and it's like that was originally they... the free to play option that was supposed to be that anybody can come into the gachiverse option right and now we're rethinking and recalculating right and so yeah and it's like between lending and liquidators where are players really gonna end up and do we have enough players to su support both sides of it at this point and it could be that like bot liquidators might end up being the answer because i mean it is i mean it is a video game you know yeah. we're used to playing against bots <laughs> yep, it's exactly. not exactly it's like good. pvp is if, where video games started you know <laughs> for sure mm. i think if it's a pixel craft controlled pixel craft released that's bot, where i was getting should be in the clear Right, nice. like what if they were the bots and there was like a clear because then it becomes kind of a circular economy too because it can be like, well, where, do, where does the Alchemica go when bots win? 
quick swap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then my wallet at a discount. The bots are the biggest provider of liquidity. <laughs> that's the thing, and that's kind of what bums me out. I want spillover turned back on because right now the only liquidity is whales. And before, it was like an even playing field where anybody can join the ecosystem with any asset level, with any you know cost to entry, all the way down to potentially zero. Now it's kind of skewed the other way, so... We'll see. If like they've um, if if, so if if they're going to be bots, um, and we might not have many gotchies, do, do we then need bots to fight the bots, or can we create our bots? Or... <laughs> oh no! Interesting question. That's where it's that, I mean, <laughs> if it's if it's pixel craft controlled, they'll be able to you know strike a balance, I presume. Right. But... Well, it also would be, I guess what I was getting at too, is that we're not talking about 24 seven bots at this point. It would be like, Hey, there's an attack, you know, it would almost First, be like... raids like a tower defense game. Right. And it could also be that they know when they're going to attack us and we don't. And then in that case, it almost becomes like, like dungeons and dragons in a sense, because pixel craft becomes the dra the dungeon master, dungeon master. And I actually hope that coming, is how this goes. <laughs> I hope that's how this goes. Yeah, we get to vote on some stuff, but we don't get to vote on that. You know, they got to keep some of it behind the behind the curtain. Right. I agree. I think that you know, if you want a good game, you can't um, you can't literally know what's behind every curtain. You know. Right. Um, or legislate what happened to be <laughs> behind the curtain after you found out you didn't want what it was. We have to be careful with this DAO. <laughs> it's a lot of power. We can't just start changing stuff for personal gains just because. Yeah. It's um, a challenge. It's humans. Yep, yep. That's the truth. So trait mappings is interesting. Um... Because I think even a lot of this is no longer valid. I mean, to some degree, like, as far as, like, obviously these are pretty general, like, these traits will exist. But how they are being um, implemented has changed quite a bit. And I think that's more the next chapter. Or, no, you're right. Here it is. There you go. You got it. So I think this has changed a lot. Unless this is an updated thing, but I don't think it is. I am wondering. For sure, we know that eye shape and eye color are not fixed yet, right? Um, Didn't we determine that like th there are no modifiers? There's like those two traits don't actually affect anything yet. So far, that has been the discussion: is that eyes have no eyes and collateral mean nothing. So this is all just speculative. This is all potential options. Exactly. Confirmed, but not immutable. And this is not in the docs. This is not in the docs. Interesting. Okay. Right, because the docs is like beginning to be like the final say. So it wouldn't be in the docs until it's... That yeah. So yeah. I think we can just kind of like, I don't know if there, I, is there anything worth mentioning in here? Cause I think most of this is just like general gameplay um, stuff, like stuff, you know, would exist like faster health regen, slower right. stamina, but 
and not really knowing how it applies to a gachi it doesn't really like there's nothing to really dive into with any accuracy agreed rarity score xp second chapter boom moving on to number three got channeling we know about channeling based on kinship and altar level channeling has uh not changed at all this has been you know by far this has probably been the biggest driver of gameplay i would say and gachi market Right now, everything is highly kinship-driven to the point where I think some of the other traits are being oversold, undervalued, underappreciated. When I picked... Months ago, when I picked up a couple of gachis, I, I kept my eye on kinship. It was right before it was released that kinship would determine your channeling rewards. I had my eye on kinship, but I was shopping for stats because ultimately this is a 30 year game and these characters are going to be gaming a game for 30 years. And those stats are going to be the most important long-term trait. How do you choose stats when the stats weren't decided though? Just by like your extremes, extremes. So what I tried to do when I assembled my crew was get one of each extreme on every trait somehow. So, I might have like low energy and high aggression on one. Well, I need to balance that now with a high energy, low aggression or two gotchis, one of each that has. So you were thinking aggression. true RPG strategy of a well balanced team. That's how I've 100%. been thinking too. Like, and that's something Sorry. that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Like, everybody's exactly... shopping for kinship, and I'm going. There's six other traits here to be buying. I'll take those. Yeah. Totally. No, I get you. Um, I mean, that's what I've been thinking the whole time about, like, gameplay is, like, um, it's not even just about your gotcha. You should be getting a gotcha that plays like you want to play, but get your your friends with you. Yeah, exactly. With your group of people and you've got your, your wizard, your barbarian, your, your healer, your whatever, you know, you make your, you just happen to own all the characters. You rent it out to your friends if you need to. And that was kind of <laughs> what my original plan was, is I'll have four. I got three other friends who are non-crypto people, non-NFT people. I would say generally anti-NFT. But this whole time I'm going, you're missing out. I'll save one for you. You're missing out. I'll save one for you. <laughs> so I've got them, you know. And I wanted to assemble that group that we could all play well together. Right. You're right, 100% about that. But now, I mean, it's also like, you know, like with GMI and and our guilds, we're going to be forming little teams, you know, to go do things. I mean, especially with these dungeons and things like that, you know. For sure. I hope Which we is do. also interesting because I wonder, like, I wonder if you'll be able to beat a dungeon multiple times. Like, the rewards might change. Yeah, yeah. Because that's they've got to budget enough. that in. Yeah, they don't want you to like play the mission over and over, getting rich off the same mission. Maybe maybe it's diminishing right. returns every time you play, but it would be like being able to play with different teams, like being able to like go, you know, we go play with like GMI, and then you can go play with I see what you mean. Or like you you know you can go yeah, play with or your you've got multiple characters exactly. You've got multiple gotchas. You need to run through that dungeon. You run it a couple times with a couple of different crews, for sure. 
So yeah, I'm here I, for all that. Exactly. That's the part I'm I'm really here for is the the RPG aspects and the the game. Yeah, the game. It's game five, but it's game first. And as long as you're not hemorrhaging money on the fi end, you're doing well, okay. <laughs> that's why, you know, even Coder Dan said it last weekend. He said, you know, now that we've got this farming thing like kind of like we know what it's doing, we've got it kind of packed away, it's functioning. That's the yep. economy. That's working well. Now we can f- focus Stabilized. on making games and like having fun and, you know. Yeah. I'm excited for it. So that's cool. All right. Wearable <laughs> traits pool. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still scrolling. So, yeah, I mean, is that it? There's, oh, no, no. We're on the Guilds and Gachi Lodge. So, yeah, like. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We're on three now, right? So this is a different yep, chapter three. thing. Yeah. Okay. Lost it for a second there. So these wearable a lot abilities of are still like, yeah. TBD. It's just a trait pool. These are obviously things that would exist in a game. Um, I like the idea of the positive godlike auras. That was new. I do too. This gives community value to those five items that only five people have. You know, well, that's now what I was saying about making it's cool your for team. you. Exactly. All of a everyone sudden, around this this item gets a bonus well even like does it suddenly become worth it for you and three or four friends to buy a godlike crowdsourcing for the crew right like you as gmi do we buy a godlike so that we can share it like it you know and especially if you have lending and it's like oh wait we can buy as a group, we can buy a godlike item. Rent a item, for 200 ghosts. Use it when we need it. Rent it out when we don't need it for profit. You know, like to be able to like fund us buying a godlike item. You know, I think that will come. I think Very they nice. know it too. Right, and that's where yeah. Once we can start lending wearables and stuff, that's like, and people, you know, are probably like, "Why do you need this stuff?" Like people in other games, it's like, "Why do you need all this stuff?" It's like you don't. It's like it really. Unlocks. Yeah, you don't get it. It's not just a flex. We're not just stacking apes. You know, these are all advantageous in their own way. They all play into the ecosystem, and they all amplify your ability to play the game and profitability from playing the game. It unlocks the liquidity from each layer of NFT. Right. Like You invest into wearables, you've got rarity farming rewards. You invest into gachis, you've got channeling rewards. You invest into land, you can farm. Every aspect has its its way of being. It's it's like Mm -hmm. each is different risk each is different time frames it's a great metaphor for just generally people choosing their financial strategy it's just game, <laughs> gamified I, I never get to borrow or rent swords but you know that's we'll see <laughs> in, time. in time i think it's coming i think we'll be renting katanas for sure yep you know it's cool to have it in your pfp but if you can also make some ghost people will if we're gonna have GBM in the in the bazaar. I think we'll have lending for wearables. Oh man! Soon this TM episode is running long on us, man. We are already at fifty. Fifty minutes, minutes in. Shoot. Well, all right. Let's um, wrap up here. I mean, do we want to wrap or do we want to just keep going? Make it a. I mean, our last episode ended up being an hour and a half half? because Gachi Emperor showed up at the last minute and like. (laughs) We recapped. Yeah. 
let's um let's just keep going. Let's, let's be conscious going. of time. You, shoot for like maybe an hour twenty. I'm gonna hour I'm gonna go get a coffee, but you just carry it, and I'll be right back. I'll clean up this this chapter for us. A little jealous of your coffee. I'm looking for a reup too. All right, so we've got our godlike auras. Everybody likes the godlike auras. Guilds and Gachi Lodge details. Again, still can be changed. Guilds, we've got a lot of um, details on channeling that still need to come out. We need to know exactly how the wearables function, exactly how you obtain the guild crests and things like that. But once we have that, we can really start doing social group-based activities. What do the um, what do the lodges actually do there? Do you, I, I don't actually know what they do. That's a great question. So right now we don't know a lot other than that they're, I think, slated to be or intended to be like a like a physical chat room. So you can have a certain number of people or maybe a, a no cap to the number of people in your lodge, and the lodge itself oh. will have NFT displays in it. You can have um, similar to, I forget what it's called, but I know uh, the Web3, the World Wide Web3, yeah. has different rooms and different like chat channel settings. So if you're in the general lodge, I'm guessing that this is how it's going to work. If you're in the general lodge and you're voice chatting, everybody in the lodge can hear you. But if you go off into a little room, it's like a private DM or a private chat room. I think there's going to be some aspects of that to the lodge. Um, there's definitely going to be some flex aspects. I've heard NFT displays will be in the lodge as well as on the parcels. Nice. Um, yeah, I, and I don't have a source for this stuff. This, Like I said, I, I hear this bits of trivia and bits of details of information, and they all kind of accumulate, and I try to keep track of where they all came from. But Lodge yeah. is definitely something I want more answers on, more details on. Uh, lodges, yeah. I mean, there's there's been a lot of, I guess you'd say speculation, but I don't see why any yep. all of this wouldn't happen. But I don't know how much of this you already touched on. But yeah, there's gonna be, uh, there's gonna be wall art. There's going to be yep. craftable furniture. Um, there's going wow. to be. Hopefully, not, now this is something, this is really getting into speculation, but I've literally brought this up at a couple of community calls and Coder Dan kind of like touched on it. Um, but they're going to be like the breakout room type things. The chat channels. Yeah, chat I touched on that a little bit. That's Definitely still speculative. Really cool. That's my most exciting uh, part is just being able to like chat with your friends in a private booth and then go to, you know, like that's going to be so cool. Like, I mean, that really is when you think about it, let's go like, you know, going back to like D&D &D and like early AOL chat rooms, like think about like chat room LARPing. You yep. know what I mean? Like, that's what Gaji Lodges are going to bring to life. This is really like that metaverse. Like, even what the Portal Mages are doing, where, like, they have, like, the tavern. Portal Mages are killing it, yeah. 100%. The role-playing is strong. And even, you can see it even, uh, quick side tangent, you can see it when you're walking around the Gachiverse. At least I can. And I run into, you know, Topum players. They're, everybody is Lord, you know? If you own stuff, you you just you're you're a lord and and everyone follows the whole role-playing energy all the time and it's it's cool it's fun to see hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah so um... we also know that we also know that the lodges will determine the number of parcels that can that can be connected 
in an estate. <clears throat> and your lodge level will have an impact on the tech tree of available things you can build. So your altar determines which levels of other stuff you can build. And then the lodge will play in at a, I think, five or six level. But wow. I forget exactly that that flow. I think that's coming cool. up in a future chapter. Maybe I next. do too. Because um, we're on three, yeah. So the the wearable crests, this is something that, uh, this is going to be interesting. So like this made a lot of sense to me in the beginning when I was making my videos. But now as the Gachiverse is launched and I'm seeing how things play out, this is one of those things where like what is, um, what is uh, an event like this going to look like? Will it look similar to like what the GMI event looked like? I you think know, so. Is that what that what guild channeling will look like? Like, there'll probably be a cool animation where all the gachis are like dancing or something, and then like, oh, maybe where it's uh, there's actually a like thing. I think Zoom. I wonder now, because like for example, I think Zoom will allow you to do a a view that makes it look like everybody in the chat is sitting in a chair, and it's just like everybody's head sitting over a desk spot uh -huh. it could be something like that where it's just kind of a visual representation of everyone in a room but i hope it's more like an actual physical room with stuff on the walls and gachis no. walking around I, so i'm actually talking about like yeah 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 i agree with you with all of that i'm talking about the actual channeling event yeah i'm hoping that this looks like oh. the past like I'm my picture in my head when I picture this yeah, is like yeah. Zelda, a link to the past. You're in a 2D, room. 2D, enter the room. Yep. That's what yes, I'm seeing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but the channeling event itself, like when we do these wearable crest guild channeling events, um, the insignia crest, I'm assuming, will have to be a part of your lodge. It it reads that way here. Um, and then you'll the have to crest. hold that guild crest for access to the lodge. Right. And each wearable crest. Well, okay. So the guild crest is something different. The insignia crest is. Um, so, okay. So there's a lot of crests here and this is where it did get confusing and we did have a big talk about it, but even cause even though it says wearable crest and insignia crest, each gachi has to have a wearable crest. Each guild has to have an insignia crest your guild can give out unlimited insignia crest so i mean each gachi right. has to have an insignia crest too so you have to have both each gachi lodge can link one insignia crest and up to three wearable crests right but you as a gachi can only so those guild insignia is what it's saying right there. That's your gachi yep. level, right? Not your lodge level. I think this is lodge level. Each gachi lodge can link one. Let's see. Everybody's been saying it as if it's gachi level. So are we confused on this? Because everybody's been talking about, oh, my gachi's at, you know, level three. So I can be in, or level five. So I can be in mm. two guilds. Everybody's I think been that saying is gachi that level. Way. I think it is gachi level. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at this, level one through three, four through six, seven through nine, 
Those are all oh, of the oh. installation levels. That's where I've got it backwards. I'm sorry. The wearable crest is the one that the Lodge has, and the insignia crest is the one that the player has. So the wearable yeah. crest is the thing we're battling over on the leaderboards to get guild Because champion. those are limited. Correct. So, and it changes hands. It's not an NFT that you own. All right, buddy. <laughs> it's not an nft that you own it's it's a like a badge a crest that gets passed around to whoever is the guild of the week kind of thing and that is going to be we haven't decided exactly how that's going to be determined but it does say here one of the ideas but it was i think this quickly started talking about not doing this um We can get into that as we go down, though. So let's uh, let's just run through these numbers because that's coming up in a minute. Um, it sounds like you were right about the uh, the difference there. The wearable crests allow you guild channeling privileges. Insignia crests allow access to the guild. Right. So. Oh, okay. So that we are everybody has been mistaken on this because lots of people have been yeah. saying it. And I guess when I say lots of people, I'm saying other content creators have been saying this um these you literally have to have the bizarre item that is the level of your lodge that decides how many wearables your guild can try to represent that makes sense there we go so if you've got a level four lodge you can guild channel with both the pajama hat and the pajama shirt exactly if you have either of those things you're welcome in the group and can split the rewards Gotcha. So you need to build your lodge up if you want to have more than one wearable. So this is also the other, when people were like trying to detach the the lodge level from estates, like they're kind of not even, well, it's like, why are you even worried about it? Because if you're actually trying to have a, a guild, then you you're need already to go up be anyway. It doesn't really like, matter. Right. Yep. Leveling your altar for farming versus channeling right if you're doing it for one you're already doing it for the other interesting and i mean i've been saying this since farming open but my whole thing with all of this is balance as long as you're always keeping a balance then like you're probably not going to get wrecked it's when you go too hard one direction and everything goes the other direction that you get wrecked oh yeah and i mean that's kind of like you know rebalancing is a natural thing so i think that's like that's the play here is to is to remain balanced and not go too hard one direction because then you get you're right (laughs) i need to up balance my wearables i am severely under geared still i won't be even ranking this time around and it bums me out and that's one of those things, like you said, with traits, like people aren't really thinking about wearables at this point because all wearables are, are like rarity farming, and rarity flipping. farming fodder. Yeah. Yep. Um, Feels very high risk NFT degeny to me, whereas the rest of this, this ecosystem farming. Yeah, I agree. I've been very hesitant to get into wearables for that reason. It's the whole market still seems way overpriced and it seems more flex and speculation driven versus like actual value driven impact on the game driven Mm -hmm. well and it's also because it's like 
rarity farming driven. So like that's the only price discovery it's had is around its value as and, and I mean, that's also and, and the flipping, like I said, so that's where commons are kind of strange, because the only reason a common would be a high price is because it's been flipped up that high, not that it's actually or the valuable. supply has been completely slashed like the fireball. There are a thousand fireballs, but Orton owns like 900 of them. Right. So now it's a legendary or a mythical, you know, and what I that's mean? another thing I've said since this release is that the the real play here that there's not a lot of talk about is coordination 100 percent, and that was the goal of our guild summit is yeah we want to know who's who and what's what and what's going on but ultimately we're all going to have to work together this this great battle scenario this mechanic is going to affect all of us and we all need to not only work together we need to know how best we can work together well and not this just, is i i just mean RPG even like... at a big scale on your on your own even like because like being a solo player in this game's not going to work out because like true um you know you're like missing you out just on... said like if you're not joining wearable guilds if you're not actually friends with these guilds if you're one of those people who's trying to jump from guild to guild to guild that has that wearable whoever's got the crest that week um you're actually going to be able to blacklist people from guilds so like Wow. Yeah. So it, it is gonna coordination is gonna be a big deal, and players that don't work together are gonna end up not. You know, they're gonna end up alone. <laughs> Communication, coordination. It's a social game, as much as it's you know, a financial tool and a, a metaverse and everything else. The whole thing is based on the social coordination. But the it reason also we means... are as strong as we are is because we're such a strong community. If you Definitely. scooped up all of that, uh, if you scooped up 900 fireballs, well, now you have to coordinate 900 people. Um. Mm. <laughs> or you've got the capital to just sit on them and drive the value of the remaining 100 way up. The, if you that know? makes more than channeling, like, what becomes more valuable, the coordination or the the speculation on on price of the wearable? I think over time coordination is the value. There's a lot of speculation That's up front what I'm saying. now because there's things that we don't know. There are things that are uncertain but kind of teased, you know, so we're just guessing based on numbers. Once all this stuff gets nailed down, it's gonna go into gameplay and steady constant farming yield. That's those are gonna be the like I don't know, the way that Ghost is pegged to the bonding curve, we're not gonna have the huge fluctuations to play like the rest of the market, which is our saving grace right now through the bear market. But I feel that, and this is a side tangent, as the rest of the market starts taking back off and we see the bull come back, there's going to be people who rotate out of slow growth gotcha assets and into high growth shit coins and whatever else. I think, I'm serious, I think we're going to see a dip as the rest of the market takes off because people are rotating out for their higher X's, you know? It is layer 222, right? Yeah. <laughs> last year was the alt layer one play i was thinking about this another side tangent i was thinking about the alt layer one these. play and how like that was the that whole thing was shilled by 3ac like the alt layer one play was like they were like this is the play you know like and if you think about it they made themselves the exit liquidity and therefore all of us who were tied into it but <laughs> 
But like they literally turned themselves into the exit liquidity for the people who actually Ooh. believed in those layer ones. Oops. You know what I mean? Like all the people who bought Solana for like before SBF pumped it and before 3AC pumped it because like they ended up losing on a lot of their layer one plays, which is why they like, you know, like basically they did a lot of layer one plays too late, you know? Mm. Um, and then they ended up being exit liquidity for people who had invested much, much earlier who actually kind of believed in these projects. But then when, uh, you know, 3AC came in, they were like, oh, we're going to dump on them and 3AC couldn't get out. So they actually wrote their own narrative and didn't believe it. You know what I mean? But anyway, that was a side tangent. <laughs> All right. I do know what you mean. And interesting perspective. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, everybody who was tied into Voyager or Celsius or BlockFi who didn't realize that they were funding 3AC became exit liquidity right along with them. Because the liquidity was never theirs. They borrowed it. It was it was the people who were trusting these crypto banks. All leveraged on leveraged on leveraged. Right. But they were actually borrowing it from retail is what it comes down to. Like 3AC was borrowing from BlockFi, Voyager, and Celsius, who was borrowing it from the people who trusted them to hold their money while it wasn't on chain. In between the bank and the chain, we were trusting you to hold the money, and you gave it to venture capitalists who got wrecked. You gave it to TradFi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know DeFi survived. CFI took the hit. CFI caused the, sh the situation. DeFi survived. Right, it's because they did the things that TradFi does, where they loan out your money, except they did it like on totally degenerate plays. <laughs> They basically yeah. gambled it. They're like, oh, whoa, we lost you. All right. <laughs> but uh, all right, I'll pick it up till he returns. Oh, he's back. Back. Did I get rugged? I think I got rugged. You got rugged hard. I got hard rugged. All right, let me get back in here. Pop this out. I'm going to do my whole thing all over again. What Face happened? Is gone. Did OBS crash or was that Discord? Discord just turned gray like thank Ooh. you all right um so the guild channeling let's get back into that and get off of being dumped on by the world <laughs> that's on that i'm gonna try to turn my camera back on but it might dump me again oh boy um hey we made it there he is let's wrap up chapter three here yeah, I mean, we don't need to go through this whole formula, but there is another big formula for gotcha channeling and how that's going to work. And this plays into why I was saying, like, if you want to just stop on that formula for a second um, yep. and maybe scroll up a little bit so we can see some of those presence numbers and wearable multipliers a little, or whatever we can fit. Um, so, yeah, basically, like, this is why I'm saying coordination is the play because... The more people that you can get together at every layer is important. And I mean, even, especially like the godlike is almost going to be the hardest because um, it is like, I don't I did the math on it in my video, but it is a huge difference between getting four people or five people. 
and godlike is going to be the hardest to coordinate because yeah it's only five people but they're all whales and they don't give a shit <laughs> they're not here they're not paying attention like yeah they might not be here for the game they may never be available for the actual gameplay if that's the case and that's why even gotchi lending would be super important but still coordination because now you've still got to find these whales and be like 100%. put it out there so we can borrow it please i just want to pay you please let me pay you but, I mean, so many people that have gotchi assets don't know what to do with them. Like, even just simple yeah. things like... Even me. Put it in the vault if you don't want to do anything. That's what I should be doing. But I'm holding on to, like, I've got some extra level one altars that I can't channel. I, they never get channeled. Right. I should put them in the vault. Idle is not the play. Right. None of your assets should be idle. <laughs> Except for maybe but... food. For so long in this uh, ecosystem, in the Avagachi ecosystem, the only play has been flipping and holding assets. And now that things are actually happening and there's these complicated things, a lot of people aren't caught up. Only the most yeah. tuned in people really know um, all of the facets here. That's why I think shows, not to self-plug ourselves, but that's why I think shows like this, where we just talk about stuff happening, are important. People oh. may not be able to get the the opportunity to make it to the weekly hangouts. You know, this is a different time slot, kind of a recap, maybe different perspectives. I like to think we're providing some value. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, there so. we go. We got one support. There we go. There so. we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely learning. <laughs> Glad you're here. <laughs> um. Okay, so originally the crests were going to be won through a bid to earn auction using glitter. And mm. people were kind of against that. I don't remember why. But then there were discussions about it being a leaderboard of which guilds burned the most glitter or spent the most glitter in a week. Um, and this is where I was saying that this uh, all the glitter being burnt right now doesn't help anybody's guild. If we end up going with glitter leaderboards or, or even if you're auctioning for glitter, like you need glitter. <laughs> um, so all the glitter being spent now is, is really, you could have been holding it for later when it's going to get you this double reward of guild channeling events and being able to win that event. I think and some people are just taking that bet, taking the trade-off of sacrificing the glitter value of using it on that later for the upfront farming yield now. Yeah, totally. Well, it's the individual play. And that's what exactly. I'm saying is it's not the coordinated play of thinking about how these things are going to roll into each other. Um Coder Dan also said that the way this is going to work is that people who burn glitter earlier in the week will be rewarded heavier than people who burn it at the end. Similar to like, you know, hammer time in the GBMs like where that. like you can't just pull that last minute crap because people who actually like were burning glitter started, you know, if it resets every Sunday, people who were burning a lot of glitter or spending a lot of glitter on Monday and Tuesday are going to be rewarded more heavily than people who waited till Saturday night. Um, but once again, it's all about coordination because if you're, you know, if your guild wants to win, 
and your guild is determined by all of the people that hold your insignia crest, then you want to talk to your guilds and be like, hey, save your upgrades for Monday. Save your spend right. big expenditures for Mondays and Tuesdays. Make sure, you know, to be ready to bur to spin your glitter and then log it when it counts as a group. Again, coordinated. It's already a thing with channeling. I mean, prior to the spillover being turned off, Friend Zone, for example, was all about this. Wednesday evening, Sunday morning, everyone should be there. When you channel, we all share the spillover, and it's that a was guild cool, man. helps the guild thing. But I mean, now we don't have spillover, right? We so were doing I think that. there is, like you say, there's that balance, there's that coordination layer that's gonna, or the coordination requirement at every layer. Right. It's required for channeling. It's going to be required for guild stuff. It's going to be required for farming. And it's going to be required for defending the portal. Doing it now makes it so much easier. Because yep. we're making friends now, and it's going to be easy to get people to turn out. Whereas later, it's going to be mayhem with everybody suddenly figuring out. A bunch like, of strangers and bots. It's like, wait, does this matter? It always has. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You want to get wrecked or not? I don't know. It matters to me. <laughs> it says right here, social gotchies. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. So this is where we get onto the XP level. So it is both. Um, there's a wearable crest for the guild, for the lodge. And then there is also under social gotchies, we got this chart where it is for each gotchi. And how many there guilds? There we go. And this scale be. makes more sense. Okay. So it is wearables because it's guilds. But okay. So it does yep. translate. Um, and that's why I thought those numbers up there were pretty weird. I was like, wait, only three? Because, yeah, this is... And see, this is still going into coordination. Uh, going back to the glitter expenditure. Um, you want, you know, somebody who's spending a lot of glitter to be in a lot of guilds. You know, everybody's going to want that person in their guild. Like, hey, you're a big... As long as it's coming. Like... Yeah. You know, and obviously that person would probably have uh, higher level gotchis. How? So some of these gotchis don't exist yet. Like nobody can be up to like a level 15 yet, right? There's no way. Mm, no, I don't think based on the block timing, anyone could naturally be at 15. But if you were to consume other well, gotchis, if you were to sacrifice other oh, gotchis and roll their XP true. into yours... You could be at any level by now, depending we on how many gotchas be... you want to sacrifice. Someone we could, could be some level 31. some 10% larger gotchas out there <laughs> who've eaten other gotchas. Mark might have a couple of these 31s <laughs> laying around. We don't know yet. <laughs> well, that was an interesting. Somebody told us at the last community call that like there have been got a few gotchas sacrificed in just the last couple months. So there have been some silent That's sacrifices. Very few. <laughs> um. All right, so then Gax and Glitter. Uh, we don't have the Gax yet, uh, but we do have Quick Swap. Um, yep. I guess the really the only benefit to having the Gax is that by it being ours, we get the fee rewards um, and lower fees. Right, so we don't have to pay Quick Swap. Exactly. So that is something to look forward to, but it's not like we're going without. Um, you know, uh, we've got the functionality right now. We're doing exactly. okay. We Let's don't have the a... full benefits of DAO owned liquidity, but we have access to liquidity. 
let's uh why don't we do this let's save chapter four for next week because so this I is have part not... four of chapter three and chapter four i'd be okay with saving both of these i have not reviewed this and i have a thing that was my neighbor was texting me <laughs> um yeah I, I gotta go uh i gotta go meet with her but uh 8 30 i wanted 8 30 my time 12 minutes out i wanted to go meet with her if possible okay. so yes let's save some of this let's save this let's save chapter four and let's just jump over real quick to uh let's talk about mosaic tiles and close out mosaic with tiles girlene is here and i wanted her to get in the, involved in this if she has anything to say um girlene by the way is my animation partner in zim timo howdy wow. hey. welcome <laughs> well if you're into pixel art gachi versus enabling pixel art in a big way uh, i haven't even seen this guys this was dropped today this is fresh this is like fresh off the press and the first oh, thing so... i said when they dropped this in the community call the other day like they just dropped a, a picture or something some little hint and i was like oh are we doing perler beads in the gachi verse <laughs> the first <laughs> right. thing i said like kind uh... of it's that's what it looks like so they're two by two tiles and they're all released. Um, the colors are released one each week and they're mintable for two weeks each. So nice. the the blue ones are released on the 10th. You can choose which one you want to craft. Each one has different recipes. So like if you want the blue one diamond shape, this is the recipe. Ghost shape, this recipe. I think the target is for each one to be about one ghost worth of Alchemica. Oh. Wow. everything's fully customizable granular you can purchase however many hearts or ghost shapes as you want whichever color you want as they're released and the big deal is the art contest there are some serious prizes up for the what? coolest to, coolest tile art first prize 5,000 ghost all you gotta do is buy some cool tiles and make a cool thing and if everybody loves it, you give 5,000 ghosts. Like, oh. that's motivation to get in there. Second prize, 3,500 ghosts. Third prize, 1,500 ghosts. Still nothing to laugh at. And if you come fourth and tenth, you get free decos. It's like... Can't, can't be I'm excited to see. You know. This is a huge mm. prize pool. I'm excited to see what people do for this, because this is competition-worthy, for sure. Yeah, I'm, is it... I might even get in on this. Is it per, what, what is it limited to a parcel size, or can any parcel enter into it, or any parcel? I assume there's. I mean, this is all the instructions here. These are the rules. Mint them, yeah. equip them. Any land parcels, all you have to do is take a screenshot and send it. Wow, it's cool. probably going to be tough to make an impressive humble. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, you could yeah. probably do a really Maybe. good reasonable. Um, I guarantee yeah. some spaciouses are going to do some wild stuff. I mean, the more space sure. you get, probably, you know, obviously the better you can, the more granular you can get in your design, kind of. Look at Harambe's flex parcel. Oh, you can't yeah. pull that off on a spacious, or on a reasonable, and you can't even pull that off on, like, an estate of reasonables. That's spacious mm -hmm. only. And granular is the key. Being able to decorate with the one-by-one -one decorations as, like, micropixels. This oh. is the closest we've been so far to micropixels. Right. You know, we had, our, we had our 8x8s, right. We had our big tiles, we've got our slightly smaller grass chunks, and now we've got little guys. So yep. I think it's, cool. it's going to be sweet. Yeah. 
that's interesting. Every parcel is now a light bright. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's interesting that they're going to be like released like that. Um, the stagger drop. Yeah, it is really interesting because so not knowing what people are going to mint is going to make the rarity of these so random. Random and unchangeable because if you get to the point where you know this one's ready to mint blue one has been done minting for five six weeks already right and it well we know that for instance is that already the alpha tiles will be the rarest because people will miss them like it's only open for seven days people are literally gonna miss it 14 so each of these are available oh it, it for opens two weeks, every seven days but they're but available. there's a new one available you got but it. still yep. same thing as the golden tiles like you said, the yeah. the purple is the le- is the most rare because people didn't mint it, and then the gold, which people thought was going to be the aw- most awesome one, ended up being the most rare. I mean, the most common because everybody knew about it by that point and minted them. You might be right. This might be the play here. So the green are going to end up being super common because by then people will be like, "Oh shit," you know, like even like I bet I bet the cyan grass is you know, there's probably more cyan grass than purple because um, I want to say when we first, oh, we could place grass from the very beginning. You're right. That that yeah. we could do. But I don't think grass is done either. I think there's more grasses coming. I think we've just had our first two colors and that there are right. four more grass varieties. But if you started decorating and purple was already gone and you were like, oh, crap, I need more grass. You had to buy green. You had to buy cyan. So, and I that happened to me where I was like short two purples, and I just changed my design to accommodate. Right. So, I'd be willing to bet that yeah, it's going to be strange rarities spread across these because of the shape as well. So when you were just dealing with one tile at each level, but now it's four tiles at each level, and it's like. Right. And what is the fourth one supposed to be? I think a star. They've got a name for all of them. Star, yep. Star, okay. So, yeah, it's really like, what are people going to mint? What are they not going to mint? It's a good It's a good play right now. This is going to be a across-the-board buy pressure on Alchemica. I mean, what do you mean? And make? having them all... Im- what do do I you, what, no, I mean, seriously, like wh- when you think about it, like, do you start making designs now? If you want to get in on the, okay. So there's like on graph paper or there. something like, or, Oh, you'd have to. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you start making designs tool. now so that you know what you have to buy every two weeks, like, or every week when it starts launching, like you're like, Oh, or you I'm just keep dumping. Need... <laughs> Because if you get to 20 bucks at each. middle of September and you need more blue, you're screwed. You got to buy <laughs> or, or coordinate OTC. But look how long it took for if tiles and on OTC. grass to Or, get yeah, OTC, money. but not, like, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah, not this is be do OTC deals. I think that's just generally good advice. I was going to throw a caveat in there, and unless it's someone you trust, and unless you go through it, it's just generally good advice. Don't do OTC if you don't have to. Right. So yeah, those are the mosaic tiles. We're going to see a lot of variation 
both in like the tokenomic aspect and in the art result aspect, and I'm excited for both. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. How would I judge? How would I judge the? How would I judge the winner? Will it be uh, the sort of a community vote on it? Do you think? I'm guessing it's going to be a pixel craft selection. Um, okay. Let's see. Prizes are provided by Pixelcraft. The rules are simple. <clears throat> we'll be holding a contest. Uh, take a screenshot. We vote on the entrance and decide the winners together. There we go. Of course we do. That's there you go. How we do things. So oh, yeah, because it's an XP event, so everybody has to be there to vote. There wow. we go. On a Wednesday. Our normal 2 p.m. UTC, but on a Wednesday. Um, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be cool. I, like, it's funny that they're doing this because uh, we've actually done, uh, Gerlene did a, <clears throat> uh, a Perler Bead animation. And when they announced this the other day, I showed her and she was like, oh, should we do an animation like this? And it's like, now we actually have some, some designs. Um, oh, yeah. You can use all these assets. Right. I like think we each can, of these. Yeah. Like, um, but it I didn't mean, separate them, but you could easily chop I didn't even up. think about that. But that's the other part is you don't have to do this on graph paper. I saw a lot of people were doing their designs on graph paper, but you can literally just like Photoshop these and start making designs ahead of time and planning out what you're gonna need. Um, yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. It's gonna be like, yeah. I wonder how many people have already played with light brights and perler beads and have a lot of experience in this type of pixel art. I did a lot of perler bead stuff. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> it was fun. You got good at it, you know? I don't know. I've done a few. I'm not much of a visual artist, but I've done a few. Well, all right. I think that I think that wraps us up. That brings us here to our, uh, our hour and a half. We went a little over, but that is still good. We covered a lot of good stuff. Big thing is the fresh new drop, the fresh new alpha, these mosaic tiles. Mm. Yep. And when do those start? August 10th? And it starts oh, tomorrow. Wow. Yep. And that prize pool is no joke, so keep an eye on it. I'm going to get know? this episode up tonight. In. I'm going to get it, it up there. <laughs> I love it. Um, so next week we will finish up we'll, uh, we'll finish up the fourth the part guys. of Chapter 3, and we'll go over Chapter 4. Everyone I have not covered Chapter 4 yet uh, on my personal videos. So this will be my first coverage of chapter four. So that's why I kind of was like, oh, let's split it now. Let's just, uh, let's break it up, get some time to recover and not have this super long episode. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. And if everything goes to plan next week, I should also have my raffle, raffle art and gotcha art up on the walls. Nice. I ordered the gotcha prints today and they will be, how do I, how does my hand work right here? How does my, it's going to fill this moves. whole wall. Well, it's like reverse when yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it, and, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the empty wall is going to be Gotchka all the way across, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm always asking myself that, you know, when I'm on mushrooms, like, how does, 
How does my hand? What work? even is a hand? <laughs> what even is a hand? How does it thing really? <laughs> How do the fingers thing? Can devs do questions? Something? Can... <laughs> Next week on to A to Z from A to Z, we'll find out if the devs can do something about your fingers. <laughs> We've got nothing today. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Michaelium, Manor, and Gerline for being here. And uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Super great. Hang we'll see you next you week. See you next week. Take see you in the verse. See you in the Gachiverse. Bye, boys. Bye, friends. Bye.